every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show time for what's going on, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake Scott, Gordon Monson. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, usually I put your name first. Hey, Jake, did you see that uh, former BYU linebacker Fred Warner just got paid? Yes. And and did you see, and I, I saw this going around today, did you see the, um, I guess it was mic'd up footage of Aaron Rodgers talking to Fred Warner last year? Oh, really? I didn't Saying see that. Saying everybody knows that you're the best. Saying wow. field don't lie and, yeah, yeah all this stuff. And now... It's a huge contract. What is it, five years and ninety-five mil? Which, of course, the way NFL contracts work, he, he, that contract won't last five years and that much money. But um, what it are, could if he uh, if everything works out? Well, he'll either overplay it and demand demand a new <laughs> deal, or he will underplay it and will be cut or traded. But uh, that's just kind of how it works in the NFL. But uh, it, he. He's awesome. I mean, I think good. we knew he was going to be good and weren't surprised when he had some initial success in the this NFL. Good? But but to, to basically be the best linebacker in the league, I mean, man, good for him. And the state of Utah has some back-to-back in that regard with he Bobby, and Bobby Wagner. Wagner. Yeah. And Bobby might still have an argument for it. Yeah. Still. Um, but, you know, remember interviewing Fred at uh, BYU Media Days and such, and, uh, you know, great interview. Seemed like uh, somebody, we've been saying this a lot, but somebody who was pretty easy to cheer for. And uh, I'm sure that uh, a lot of folks out there are happy for him that he's turned out so well and is now benefiting uh, significantly financially. If uh, Zach Wilson turns out uh, for the Jets, uh, BYU, I mean, Kalani Stocky said he wanted to develop. And, of course, Fred, didn't Fred play under Bronco? Yeah, too? Fred was a Bronco guy. Uh, you know, but still, it uh, doesn't hurt your program at all to have these kind of high-profile guys succeeding. No, it and, of course, Utah's had some nice success in that regard as well. So we'll see how it turns out. But Fred Warner, there you go, man. All right, uh, let's uh, check in with DJ and PK. Let's get their thoughts on uh, the NBA Finals in last night's game. Giannis Antetokounmpo goes for 50. Half a hundred, as the old ball coach like to say. And he had the 14 boards, and he had the five blocks. Where does his Game 6 performance rank on the all-time finals list? Wayne says top three. Magic's rookie season Game 6 will always be the best, and I got MJ at number two. May 16th, 1980. 42 points, 15 boards, 7 assists, 20 years of age. Freakish. Key <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> Simply the best. Yes. Better than all the rest. That was the singular greatest game in basketball history. If you argue with me, and get on the line if you want to argue, 646, whatever it is, keyword, whatever. Because uh, he did it as a rookie at the age of 20 on the road in the finals. Uh, I think Giannis did his on the young side, 26. I've arbitrarily assigned prime as 27 to 32, picking the number 27 because that's when Jordan and Shaq won their first titles. I think that's uh, depending on the individual. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and it's just 26 now can be in the prime because of guys starting yeah, earlier. Be in your. And he didn't go to college, obviously. Right. There's no need for him to be in college with that type of skill set. Uh, so with that in mind, that this one last night is sensational. But Magic Johnson, May 16th, 1980, that game is just burned into your brain. I don't know that anybody will ever beat that. Daniel says top 10 for sure, maybe top oh, five. His defense five. was as impressive as his offense. I love seeing guys play as hard as he does. He was explosive. Well, I think everybody played hard in that game. It's I have more no, obvious when you're bigger, longer. <laughs> I have no complaints on efforts of anyone. Frank Kaminsky was playing hard. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously much less of a player, 
but he was given everything he had. And he gave him a few buckets late when they were yeah, trying yeah. to hang in there. Yeah. I, I thought Aiden was a wuss. Aiden shrunk in the moment. Yeah. I mean, he had the ball uh, towards the end of the game. Instead of going up for a dunk, he turns his back to the basket and does a little flip. Go up strong, son. Go up. You're bigger than everybody else. You're bigger and stronger than everybody else. And he's only 22, so I don't want to throw him out with the trash. Good idea. And you got to give guys an opportunity to learn. Everyone learns at their own pace. We all know that. We've heard that forever and ever. So I can't go crazy here. But to me, uh, and he's got foul trouble. Uh, just didn't. He was the one guy from the Suns' perspective that I was disappointed. But I told you yesterday, there's no way Holiday and Connaughton were going to have the games that they had the game. Before. Holiday was and back to four for nineteen. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and Booker didn't do it either. But Portis yeah. gave him a game. So Ham and Eggett, he had some big shots down the stretch. A call, yeah, he did. And, and Middleton, had, I think, had the biggest shot. Yeah. Uh, and and he's a nice player, so and if you're not playing a super team, Middleton's level can be uh, increased because uh, he's your second best player, and you're not playing the Warriors when they have Durant and Curry, right? And they've got <laughs> four All Stars. Uh, Phoenix doesn't have that, uh, so Middleton's level of play can be increased because he's pretty good but he doesn't have to match something beyond that he's incapable of achieving most nights. Uh, and Giannis, my man Yanni, I have no problem with top five uh, all time. Absolutely sensational. Good for him. Did get some funny answers out of that. Adam, are you seriously asking me to think of this this late at night? Adam, you can now consider it now and hit us up this morning. 10 o'clock when you're refreshed. Ready to go. Ten o'clock's a little late to help our show. No, no, I meant last night. Yeah, yeah, I think ten o'clock, nine thirty, ten o'clock. He was he was done. Oh come on, I'm just in my prime. <laughs> yeah, but you're you. I mean, I just, I wish the clubs here would stay open later on the weeknights. Like when I was in New York, you talk about bringing the sun up and then going to third grade. <laughs> <laughs> Janet says he was relentless. It was a phenomenal performance, clicking on all cylinders. Dominating both Janet ends of who? the floor. Holland. All right, Janet Holland. Yeah, well, good call, Janet. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Well said. Melody says it was a big-time effort, incredible, and nice to see a small market put it all together. Melody who? Right, Ulch. Any relation to Mark and Craig? Decent chance. Don't know. Uh, Facebook post. Well, I agree with what Melody said there. Yeah. That's what I said, what I said earlier in the, in the prior segment. I don't know that the league... From a league standpoint, put yourself in the positions of the league, not just Joe or Mary fan. From the league standpoint, I don't know if you want a steady diet of that, but I do think the occasional is great for the league. From the league perspective, now Silver and his guys and people, they can never say that publicly, uh, but I do think that the occasional small market team, nah, it's sort of out of nowhere. I mean, he's the two-time MVP of the league, so it's not like he's out of nowhere. The, the, this is like the third year they've been on the radar in the championship mix. So I think that they do fit the profile of the team that builds it. Not as perfectly as some of these other teams that have had to climb over one team and then climb over another team. But they've been in the mix. They've had their heart broken. They've been in the spotlight and come up short. And if anyone knows how Aiden feels this morning, I would suspect Giannis a couple of years ago was feeling it. Maybe it's different because Giannis carries more. You know, he was the MVP at that point. He was a little older, and he carries more responsibility. player right now. Right. Aiden on any given night is the third or fourth best player on the team. So it's a little different. Yeah. But still, the disappointment of not coming through and being as good as you could have been, that's what they have in common. All right, there's DJ and PK this morning on the finals. Uh, what's going on today? Brought to you by The Warehouse. Uh, we'll be there coming up tomorrow, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. Uh, your thoughts, Gordon? Well, I, I agree with most of what they were saying. Magic Johnson's performance in that, uh, in that memorable game in 1980 was just ridiculous. I mean, he's a, he's a point guard all year. He goes into a situation where Catton can't play and uh, steps into his shoes. I'll never forget the story told by Steve Springer about, uh, in the book he wrote, Winning Time, uh, with Scott Osler. Uh, There was uh, the seat on the plane that that, uh, 
Kareem usually sat in, always sat in. And since he wasn't there, Magic Johnson, as a rookie, stepped in, sat down in that seat in front of all his teammates and let everybody know that I got this. L-A-K-E-R-S. And for him to step in and, and do what he did to win that championship, and I know how you feel about Magic and whatnot, but that was— Magic Johnson is pound for pound the best point guard who ever lived. May, may somebody love you. As much as PK and Gordon love Magic Johnson. No, and you know what? I hate that anecdote the about the seat. Because can you imagine the self-centered ego that it would take for a person to do that? No, his team you, needed him to do did that. Did they? Yes. Or did they look at him and be like, this guy is They looked is at him one. and said, he is a leader at 20 years old. Is it? Yes. Or did they think, okay, Rook, why don't you, no. know, why don't you, why don't you take a step back there, Tiger? Uh, but it was also interesting, the, the journey that they were talking about with the Bucks. And how they, they had to take their licks along the way. And they did. And that's why I think jazz fans shouldn't freak out over the jazz's difficulties. Because this is part of the process and uh, that, that I think is pretty normal uh, for a team to try and get where it's, it's trying to go. Of course, Mike Conley coming back is huge for the jazz. Unless they can find something better. Good luck with that. Well, the Suns face something similar, right? Because uh, Chris Paul is a free free agent. So and there's already reports that uh, the Lakers are interested, and we've seen the ones about the Knicks. And, you know, does Phoenix, what kind of team does Phoenix bring back next year if he decides to move on? Well, I'm, I mean, you can complain about Chris Paul all you want, but he goes to OKC, makes that team better, goes to Phoenix, makes that team considerably better. Of course, he had some help along the way, but uh, yeah, I mean, you can hate on Chris Paul all you want, but he makes teams better. Oh, he'd be insufferable on the <laughs> Lakers. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if the frustration level with not uh, getting the championship this last season and so many others. I wonder if that would drive him to that kind of move. I don't know, Chris Paul crying to the refs and LeBron rolling around like Nancy Kerrigan. I just, <laughs> I don't, Jeez. I don't, I don't, I'm not watching the Lakers next year. That, <laughs> if that's the case, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, anytime a, a new champion is crowned, what will they do next time around? And you and I both, I think, checked out the Vegas odds on who's who are the favorites for next year's championship. And, of course, there the Nets are again, right at the top. And you see the Lakers up there, the Clippers up there. Who else is up there, Jake? I don't have uh, any problem. The Bucks are, are up there somewhere. I don't care much the, about the, the Wizards. The Jazz are are uh, down a little bit, but not, not that far. Respectable. So folks are betting on the Nets. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Well, health does play an awfully big role in the whole thing, so. All right, let's let's move on to Hanson and Scotty. Now, uh, let me ask you a question real quick before we do that. Uh, no, because I'm tired of talking about no, magic. No, no, I'm not really talking am. about magic. Which do you think would be a greater boost to the Jazz? Adding a an additional player, or these are this year? Would you rather add an additional player or guarantee good health for everybody the Jazz already have? on the roster, including Mike Conley in that deal, which would make them better? What player? I don't know. A a significant player, but not a star. What skill set does that player have? I don't know, Jake. You're overthinking it. I'm not overthinking it because if you're you're adding – if you're bringing back Nigel Williams-Goss – then yeah, I'd say uh, let's uh, the, the health would be better. But if you're you know signing Kawhi, <laughs> I said a player, a middle of the road player. You said a player, a, a middle of the road player, not a star. If you were listening, I said better that. or worse than George Niang. Better, better than George, but worse than Joe Ingles. Is the player better than Mike Conley? So Ersan Ilyasova. No, honestly, is the player better than Mike Conley that you're talking about? No. Than health. Well, Mike Conley's an all-star. Right, but that's who you're talking about when you ask that question. Well, I'm including Mike Conley in the deal. 
They have to. He has to come back, and then the Jazz get complete health. Or the other one is that Mike Conley stays with the Jazz, and they add, say, a long, defensive-minded wing. Who's not as good as Mike Conley. Right, because Mike Conley's an All-Star. Or Joe Ingles, Well, apparently. then the health of the All-Star. I mean, you're making this easy. <laughs> Whatever. That's okay. my that's my, that's my my criteria. The health of the All-Star. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm giving you the health of everybody. There you go, making it easier. Okay. Well, that was my point. But it was the health of Mike Conley that impacted the Jazz so severely in this year's postseason. Indeed. So if you, you give me a, a different— But I'm giving you the health of everybody. So uh, easy. But if you if they're going to sign a player better than Mike Conley, then I guess I care a little bit less about how healthy so, Mike Conley so is. So then the biggest factor for next year's success is that keeping everybody healthy. Uh, yeah, but is that, I mean, possible, right? No. I mean, or no, you, no you have no idea. It. Yeah. Or are you going to load manage guys? Even then. Kawhi still got hurt. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Sorry I brought it That's up. That's all right. It's an interesting mind exercise. I'm fine with it. It's all good. Sorry to have wasted your time there. So Why Blake, would anybody possibly care about that? So Blake Anderson was on with Hanson Scotty today. <laughs> oh. The new Utah State coach. Let's give it a you listen. You want to hear man. a little bit of that? Here you yeah. go. Let's talk a little bit about you've had spring, you've had, you know, the offseason workouts where guys are putting in the work. Uh, even Justin Bean from the basketball team tweeted out, yeah. Like, yeah, these guys are on fire here in the weight room. Uh, but do you, how long does it take? Is it the first day, second day of fall camp where you realize, okay, these guys put in the work? Do you know pretty quickly who did the work and who didn't? Well, I've been, I've been keeping a pretty close eye on it. Obviously, we have to be somewhat hands-off, yeah. but I've been able to watch enough this summer to to agree with this statement they have worked well we we surpassed some um kind of checkpoints throughout the course of the summer we were able to move some deadlines forward because they were working at a really high efficient rate i thought paul jackson my head strength coach he was pleased that you know we were able to move some deadlines up you know typically this might be a time and a rest period that we would have used a week or two later we hit it a, a week or two early so been encouraged there all of it's got to translate over to the field in the fall. And, and and really, midway through fall camp, you get out there in that first scrimmage and you're still making, you know, stupid mistakes. It doesn't matter how good a, yeah. how good a summer you had, you still got to be able to go out and produce it on game day. So I think the transition from the summer program, which I think has gone extremely well, the offseason went extremely well in terms of just physical development. Can we get what we need on the field on a consistent basis is everybody's challenge and i'm optimistic that we're going to be able to get that done but it'll take all of fall camp really to answer that and maybe maybe a couple game days interesting till you really compare yourself against opponents uh and and you can't rush that process you know coach i uh, i was just thinking back to that time in my life as a player and all the distractions i had in an off season i had to do summer school and i had you know you got your personal life and you got all these things that are going on there's so many distractions already I want to know how much distraction this NIL has really added to the players. How hard has it been to keep their focus and try to help navigate through all of this? You know, really our job is to do just that, just help them navigate it, uh, educate them as best we can, give them resources. But beyond that, you know, we we really can't dive into it a whole lot. Uh, I don't think it's changed our day-to-day a whole bunch. I, I do think a few guys have tapped into it at least – on a minimal level, we're, um, you know, we'll see how it, uh, how it moves forward. I've been pleased, though. Uh, we had an educational opportunity a couple nights ago for, and it's voluntarily, uh, you guys, you know, they're not mandatory. They can come if they want to. I think we had six guys that signed up to take advantage of it. So, to me, that would tell me that if only six guys out of 100 are going to take advantage of it, they're obviously clear that's not where their head's at right now. I hope it's about getting better and getting prepared for the season, you know, I told him point blank, man, you go out and you win games, you play well, those opportunities come. Uh, a handful of guys have, you know, these noticeable names that, that everybody in the country understands, but most of us don't. And, and so let's just prepare to be the best. I think that's where their heads are at. I, I think they're about as distracted as they always are between cell phones and social media and girlfriends and school and work. I mean, I think they got plenty plugging at them. I don't think this has really move that needle a whole lot for us 
Now, there may be some other programs that have a way different look. Yeah. But for us, I don't think it has changed our day-to-day perspective a whole lot. Blake Anderson, head coach at uh, Utah State, joining us. Uh, Logan Bonner uh, gets added to the quarterback ranks. Health-wise, where is, where is he at right now? You know, he was cleared uh, to go full, full speed uh, a few weeks ago. We have managed his, his tempo of work. He is he's obviously physically behind where we would like for him to be, but but in terms of mental preparation and knowing the system and being able to throw the ball, he's gonna he's gonna compete day one at a really high level. He'll get the conditioning aspect slowly. Clearly, he's in a position that doesn't run quite as much as some of the others, so maybe yeah. that curve's not as that learning curve for him is not quite as big, but. I expect day one it's going to be a great competition between him and, and Pease. And, I mean, Cooper Lagasse is going to do everything he can to try to close that gap as well. But I would see Peasley taking first snap with the ones day one. And, and then from that point on, it's wide open competition between two really, really qualified and skilled football players. You know, we were talking about uh, Nick Henniger just yesterday or two days ago. He was announced on the 60 and 60 list. The the thing that you did all that audio with Scott for where you, you talked about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> each of those players. And uh, Nick Henniger, as you mentioned in that audio, you said, you know, dealt with a few injuries. Is he healthy and is he ready for the season? Because I could see him being a huge piece of what you're going to do. Yeah, I do too. He is uh, healthy, practicing with the guys in in uh, in doing everything at this point you know for us it's just we haven't seen him play a whole lot but his maturity level is through the roof his leadership capabilities are through the roof what snaps you've seen on tape show that he fits our system really really well i think what he and byron vaughn's are going to be able to do off the edge could really be a shot in the arm for our, us defensively compared to what, what you saw a year ago. I think schematically he fits what we do schematically really, really well. The uh, You look across the room and you got Air Force who will run their offense. you got Hawaii that will spread you out. I mean, I'm sure there's elements of this in every conference, but this conference seems to be pretty dramatic in styles of play from week to week. Yeah, the diversity offensively is a challenge. Now, we, we dealt with this and faced it in the Sun Belt. Clearly you had your Georgia Southerns and yeah. Coastals who were – triple option type stuff and then us on the other spectrum of being super spread and then you've got the the people in the middle i, I think we're going to see some bigger sets here some bigger bodies that you gotta you gotta go up and put your face on people uh I, no telling what you're going to get from new mexico air force has been really really i mean mike Thiessen does a phenomenal job with that offense if he's listening i'm giving you a shout out dude okay. one of my closest friends and a phenomenal coach I, you're gonna have to do a, a great job in a week or even a short week of being super sound defensively here. Now, I'd like to think that we're going to create another dynamic offensively that's going to create problems because I do believe we're different than everybody else in the league offensively. There are some spread teams, but not to the extent or the tempo that we're going to be. So I'd like to think we're going to be part of that problem for people. I also like to think that we're going to create some tempo issues for people defensively. I know that sounds strange, but I'd like to think the personality of how we're going to play defense is going to is going to create problems for people, um, at least until we can develop the roster to where just physically we can go out there and, and put our hands on people at the level that we that we want to. And, and I don't really know what that level is yet until yeah. we go out and play. But I'd like to think the style and tempo that we play defense – speed and aggressiveness is going to maybe help us as well. That's Hanson, Scotty G with Blake Anderson, uh, Utah State's new uh, football coach. And I'm not sure really what to expect out of the Aggies this year. Yeah, Um, I mean, yeah, they struggled last year and obviously with a new coach now, I think uh, they were picked to finish uh, second to last in the Mountain Division of the Mountain West. So that's interesting to hear how uh, how he thinks his defense is going to create problems for uh, those offenses in the Mountain West. I'm, we'll see. I'm not sure I'm going to fully believe it till I see it. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, our friend Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Uh, here to help. Uh, maybe you've been losing a little steam in the bedroom, Andrew, and uh, need just a little recharge, or maybe you've lost function all the way around. Listen up. You can help. That's a good point, Rick. There's a lot of guys out there struggling in the bedroom. Maybe uh, it's just the occasional failure. Things are, for the most part, good. And then there's guys that maybe have had an injury or surgery, 
they're maybe a little bit older that have severe erectile dysfunction and zero function in the bedroom. We've seen all of that, everything in between. And our technology, according to the clinical studies and what we see, improves the blood flow. It repairs the blood vessels. You can just imagine uh, wider and bigger blood vessels and more of them. That would lead to pretty good things in the bedroom. Less or no pills at all. This is really cool stuff that's taking place and a great alternative to the medication and the side effects. Yeah, so turn turn back the clock, right? Turn back the clock. You can get back to, you know, when we were younger, we took the spontaneity for granted maybe. That is what we're seeing and hearing from our patients is the relationship has improved, the spontaneity has improved, and I believe overall happiness, guys leave our clinic after taking our treatments almost like a new person because the relationship has been renewed. 801-901-8000. That is the number to call for that happiness. And uh, you're doing a lot for free, right? Yeah, we are. If you want to come in and just take the free, that is okay. The assessment and exam will be no charge. Uh, You'll meet with a medical doctor. He'll do a blood flow ultrasound. Uh, And if you feel like things are a little low in the tank, We'll do the blood work and testosterone for free as well. That is a great added value. 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic, 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. More straight ahead on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. At some point, you want to be it. recognized. <laughs> you hear what he just said? At some point, you want to be recognized. Well, that's why you're complaining How about that. friggin' ironic. At some point, you want to be friggin' recognized. Yeah, exactly. Nice little patronizing and condescending comment thrown my way. Thank you. You're welcome. Guy feeds the naked here. My goodness, he does it all. But I'm not giving him a coat. You hungry? Right out of the scriptures, man. He feeds the naked. I mean, it's just unbelievable what he does. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Have a time passed away All the trouble that we gave And all those days we spent out by the lake has it all gone to waste? All the promises we made, one by one they vanished. This is the Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day, with no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's the Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, the uh, 97.5. And 1280 The Zone. I want to remind you about our good friends at Syringa Networks. If you're working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner at Syringa Networks. Call 385-420-7881 or visit syringanetworks.net. I know we don't do drop of the day anymore, but can we play some sound that I just barely found? Sure. I, uh, I listened to it during the break, and it's really funny. If it makes only, you laugh, let's play it. Can we, only if we can play the drop of the day open. Do we have a drop of the day open? Oh, yeah. If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it? Just can't remember the name. I, I, I didn't. I didn't miss that at all. Sounds of various clips. Dearly. Uh, so yes, yeah, so sounds of various clips. So we'll bring it isn't back. It? We'll bring it back for today. <laughs> definitely, isn't it? So well, is it either it's definite or it's not, right? Isn't it? So the ring doorbell cam has has we can all agree been uh, pretty much a blessing on society with all the <laughs> the random funny stuff that now gets recorded, right? The, the constant you can go online and see all the Amazon delivery people that slip on the ice or whatever. Oh, so that's the, really funny. Yeah, well, as long as they're not hurt, it's funny. Or the what, what was the guy who threw the badger and then shot it or something oh, like that? What was it? No, was a bobcat. It was a bobcat. And that and that was that was a vivid camera, but it's the same type yeah, yeah, of idea. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah, right. We don't want to confuse the brands. You know, here, here at the, the Vivid the, Arena. Yeah, uh, Vivid <laughs> Arena here. They're fine doorbell cams. But this one, the guy the guy actually says ring. 
so we know it's spring. But uh, Gordon, uh, I'm sure you came home drunk a lot when you were a teenager. Never been drunk. Uh, and uh, just, just sound like it. Just had to to sneak into the house, right? You didn't have to, you know, worry about the the doorbell camera. You just had to make sure that the the hinges didn't squeak or or whatever. You had to tiptoe back to your room. You know, the the doorbell cam is making it difficult for drunken teenagers to come home. Uh, but how about this? This is uh, what a, he's a teenager. I don't know how old, but he obviously lives at home with his parents. But here's a teenager that comes home a little, a uh, little intoxicated and starts talking to his mom, but via the doorbell cam. All right, mom, you got me. All right. I'm busted. What are you going to do? You got me. Okay. I'm busted. Blah, 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 blah. Woo! You got these fancy ring cameras. And you, you got me on video. Okay? I know. I know. You, you're sitting there in your fancy chair at the, the Nassau Bahamas. And you're, ooh, we got him now, Mike. We got him now, Mikey. Ooh, we got him. But I tell you one thing, Mom. You ain't, you ain't as clever as you think, all right? Because you ain't got me. Because I'm going to get in this house, and I'm going to put the air on 62. And then you're not going to do anything. Because you're in the Bahamas. <laughs> I mean, okay, so, you're in the Bahamas. so what you're telling me then is when you're drunk, you're really not thinking right. Just threatening your mom and dad when you're caught doing something you're not supposed to do isn't going to help the situation at all. You're not as smart as you think you are. Because I'm going to get in this house. Because I'm going to get in this house and I'm going to put the air on 62. Sixty-two. I thought that, Is that was, something that you did. I, I Jake? thought that that was uh, really funny. No, my parents didn't have a ring uh, doorbell. <laughs> he denies that part. <laughs> they didn't have one of those. I turned it down to sixty-two all the time. Oh, that's so funny because you're in the Bahamas. That's my house every night. I'm busted. <laughs> that's really funny. Any all right, this? Mom, you got me, all right? You got me. Any flashbacks? Uh, no. Nope. What are you going to do? What about you? You got nope. me. Never been drunk. Okay? I'm busted. Busted. <laughs> he looks like a young John Daly. A little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Busted. Yeah, thank you. smart. Do, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> You know, is it is it hard to be a rebellious teenager these days? Because i got to imagine with the advances in identification, you know, fake IDs have got to be a little bit more difficult than they used to be. You just laminate a paper back in the day. Now it's got, like, reflection things and codes and all sorts of, like— Now the got, FBI cares. You've yeah. got ring cameras where it's tough to, to come home after hours. Like, is it—you've it, it, got cell phones tracking you everywhere you go? It's got to be hard to be a rebellious teenager these days, What else right? you try to do when you're a kid? What, what about you, Gordon? What, what about Besides your kids? Besides the fake ID. I cut school constantly, in high, in high school especially. And that was, at some point, my parents, I think, just kind of threw their hands up and said, okay, I guess you're not going to graduate. Good luck, kid. And oh, then wow. I started to reverse psychology, make bargains with teachers and things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just did stupid things. You know, like once I took my dad's truck and I drove it up a bunch of stairs steps uh, they were concrete steps but it, it wasn't built for ca- for cars to drive on and did my, it get stuck my dad found what out stairs about are built for cars to drive on none but I drove I drove my dad's truck up them see the, another thing that would be more difficult with the doorbell cams how are you supposed to steal your parents car <laughs> yeah Oh, Can't a, do that. I had a buddy in high school tried to sneak out in the middle of the night and took his dad's car and forgot to open the garage door. Oh, Backed man. right through it. So that adventure oh. was over before it began. Yeah. Was he drunk? No, he, was, he wasn't drunk. No, I'm sure my kids snuck out, at t- sneaked out, I guess is the proper way of saying it. But, uh, yeah, kids do that. You know, 
And since my kids are all adults now, I, you know, they can laugh about that. I'm finding out stuff they did that I didn't know they did because my wife kept it from me because she was handling it herself. I, does she, that make you angry? Uh, no, because I really don't want to hear it, you know? I don't want to hear the things they did wrong. You ever shared Mackie's story on air? No, no, we're not going to do no. that. No. We're not going to do that. You can't do it? Uh-uh. Absolutely? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I can't do that. Well, don't say what he did, but what his punishment was. Oh, the the one where uh, he had to move the dirt? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've talked about that before. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. That's Explain the one I was talking about. For, uh, I don't know my, the other my, one. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Uh, my brother got in some trouble. I don't even remember what the punishment was for, or this was punishment for. But, uh, but um, yeah, my dad, <laughs> this was the greatest. My dad sent my brother into the backyard, and there was there was a, a lot of dirt. Mm-hmm. There was a poor part of the backyard. There was a, there was a big pile. I mean, like hundreds of pounds of dirt. Mm-hmm. And my dad said, uh, you know what? Mike needs this dirt. Mike was the neighbor across the mm-hmm. street, right? He said, Mike needs this dirt in his backyard, and uh, you're, you're going to take it over there because I'm going to have you work today. And so my brother spent, you know, a large part of the day wheelbarrowing the, the dirt over to, <laughs> over to Mike's house, which was no easy job, right? And so, so then Mike didn't need the dirt? So, yeah. Dad so he, needed the dirt? Well, don't. Are you going to ruin my story? Oh, Sorry. I didn't even know. Wow. I didn't know that's what happened. Is that what happened? So uh, my brother gets the dirt over there, and my dad says, that's great. Mike doesn't need it anymore. Move it back. <laughs> but, wow. Uh, just, I'm impressed with you. There goes all the air out of the story. No, no. I'm, I'm mean, impressed by your I dad. Am, I'm, you know what? I'm going to step over all of your stories that I know the conclusion but to. How, and I didn't wrap know the conclusion. That hot air balloon was right over Niagara, and Gordon shot it with a blow <laughs> yeah, dart. There you go. Wait, wait, wait. You can't, you're can't missing, have anything on this You're missing show. the point. <laughs> you're missing the point. The point is, your dad. I know what the point is. It's my story. (laughs) (laughs) He's missing the point of his story? Wow. Your dad ruled the roost, man. Yeah, it was a great punishment. It it is amazing. I'm doing that someday. How many many wheelbarrow loads did he have? Oh, I mean, dozens. Like we're talking 50? <laughs> Maybe. Was it, was it a full day's worth of work? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Was it summertime? It was summertime. Oh, yeah. Your dad is a stud, man. Yeah, it was a good punishment. I, I wish I had done that stuff sort of thing more, but I didn't have some. You just make Lisa do all the wheelbarrowing in your yard. No. Uh, There's yeah. only one wheelbarrow master in the months of now. So well, I don't know. What a and wheelbarrow. she's she's having a birthday today. But as Gordon once said, she looks good doing it. <laughs> she did the one thing that. <laughs> well, you I, had to write. But what well, I, that you had I, written well, the I day helped. before. Yeah. I helped. Nope. I went down. Nope. I did. I did a lot. I did a lot of. I did a lot of stuff. For the trip, the day before. No. No, I was out there. I joined in. Um, that's that's really pretty clever. Uh, that that uh, that's pretty good. Want to remind you about how, the how bad? Just you don't have to give us the details of what your brother did. I honestly but, don't remember what that was a punishment for. You don't know how I, severe. Uh, no, or I, I don't mean, remember what that. You one don't know was. whether he deserved it. I can't remember. No, my brother, he probably did, but no, I I don't uh, I don't remember specifically <laughs> what that was a punishment. What's the for. worst punishment you ever got? Oh, I don't know. What was the worst punishment you've ever gotten? The the worst punishment that that really struck me was when my dad grounded me from the TV for a month, and that was really your back worst in, punishment was being grounded from the TV. Yeah, I couldn't watch TV for a month, and this is back before wow. computers, and and it was it was the main form of entertainment. How did you go on? I don't know how you made I remember it. How are you sitting, talking to me today? I remember sitting outside the TV den. Everybody in my family was in there watching a movie, and I was sitting outside the door. I was young. That's when I threw the clippers through the through the picture window. Man, you should have called DFS. Or at least grandma or grandpa. Something. Maybe the cops. It was traumatic for me. I was like 10 years old. Did I do 1660 already? I don't think you got through it. 
Uh, <clears throat> the Top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hanson Scotty will announce another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah. As we catch you down to the start of the college football season, it's the Top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon only on the Zone Sports Network. More next. I will never... I will never interrupt the end of your story ever again. I had a speed bag when I was a kid. This is an absolute promise on my part. I pledge to you, Jake Scott, I will never do that again. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You know what I did over the weekend? Yard work. No, you didn't. I I did. My wife brought in like 20 or 30 bags of soil, and I had to work on Saturday, you know, so I hurried up and finished my work, and I went out there, and I was doing yard work. I thought you had your column done on Friday. Oh, did I? Did you tell Lisa you were working and you were really taking a nap or something? (laughs) I wasn't taking a nap. Just in there occasionally. (laughs) Working hard. Very busy. Very busy in there working. Lots of interviews and stats. And And stuff. Yeah. I'll be right there. I'll be out there in an hour, honey. You're doing a good job. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed financing options available, Big O Tires, the team you trust. It's Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time for 20 seconds of baseball. Brought to you, well, courtesy of our friend Austin Horton. Brought to you by... Our friends at Peach Window and Door. For more than 25 years, Peach Window and Door has been providing superior quality windows, doors, and customer service to the Wasatch Front. Call them today, 801-566-1255 for all of your window and door needs. All right, Austin, time for 20 seconds of baseball. Let's do it. And now it's time for 20 seconds of baseball with the big show's Austin Horton right here on the Zone Sports Network. The Athletics are in ongoing discussions with the city of Oakland in hopes of a new stadium being built. They haven't ruled out, though, a possible move to Las Vegas, just like the Raiders did. Andy Pettit's son, Jared, has signed a deal with his dad's former teammate, Derek Jeter's Miami Marlins, as an undrafted free agent. And the Bees open a six-game homestand tomorrow at Smith's Ballpark Fireworks on Friday and Saturday for Pioneer Day. All right, there you go. Always a good time to go see the bees. Um, we've we've actually had a, a, a guy on Twitter uh, who's been uh, bringing this up a lot today, Gordon. And we haven't talked about it. The A's situation, and uh, they might be there. Well, they are trying to leverage interest from other markets into a new uh, deal or a new facility with the the city of Oakland. But uh, should the Jazz or the Jazz should uh, Salt Lake should Utah be uh, trying to poke their nose into these sweepstakes, see if they can't get uh, some interest from the A's? If they want to be used as a, as leverage, yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it would be realistic. Salt Lake Athletics, it's a nice ring to it. I hope the A's don't move. I really, I mean, Oakland lost the Warriors and they lost the Raiders, and there, it's a pretty, you know, you've been to sporting events in Oakland, obviously, Gordon. It's a pretty passionate sports town. Yeah, I would say I mean, that. I don't like to see teams move, but I would like to see a Major League Baseball team here. Uh, and it's not like the A's originated in Oakland. Where were they? Philly, right? Uh, yep. Well, anyway, they're trying to say, "Hey, we'll move to Vegas," and Vegas would gladly have them, I'm sure. So that's the that's the leverage. We're yeah. at a day and age where anybody who can get whatever they can will try to get it. Well, I do, I don't like the whole idea of of leveraging fans for tax dollars for facilities. Yeah. It, I mean, as much as I don't want to see like the, the A's move and I'm with you, I don't like to see franchises move. I don't like that either. Yeah. Where you say, you know, you, you leverage the fans passion in their team, yes. which is above and beyond most products as we've talked about so many times. Yeah, so many times. And it's so true, Jake, that fans are different kinds of customers right. than anything else. Maybe with the exception of these, Apple folks who go crazy for their... For well, I don't even think that comes close. Yeah. But to leverage that passion for a community to spend tax dollars on a on a, on a a facility that, you know, I guess the community does benefit from somewhat. But really, it's for the, the benefit of the franchise and the franchise's owner. I Indeed. I think there are better ways to do it. I agree with you. See 100%. what the Millers did with this building. Exactly. Multiple times. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of the zone phone. Uh, joining us now, our friend Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And Andrew, let's uh, let's do a little final push here. Let's help our listeners out there that may be struggling with ED. 
Yeah, there's a lot of guys out there that have heard us talk about this. And embarrassment, uh, there's kind of a stigma around this has held them back. If you're struggling with ED, uh, saying that you're more normal than you think would be an understatement. There are so many guys in your same shoes, two-thirds of which do not seek treatment. They do nothing. And the relationship, I assume, suffers. Intimacy certainly suffers. And we're helping to get rid of that, I think, slowly. Guys are coming in, taking our treatments, taking the wave therapy, seeing the improvements in blood flow. Uh, It first is less pills, then it's no pills at all. And the relationship, frequency, intimacy, and overall happiness, in my opinion, improves. Uh, That's a great thing. We really can treat the root cause problem of the erectile dysfunction now. That's wild. Two-thirds of guys out there do nothing. That seems crazy because what you're talking about here, Andrew, seems pretty easy. Yeah, if you had, you know, back pain, I suppose, you'd probably get it taken care of. But when it comes to this, uh, guys, they just do nothing and suffer in silence. And it is pretty easy. Two to three weeks, according to Cambridge, you could be done with our treatments. So what would your relationship look like the first or second week of August if the pills were no longer something you had to take? Uh, This really can be pretty quick. And it can change things in the bedroom. 801-901-8000. If uh, this is in- interest you, uh, call 801-901-8000 because you get that free consultation with the doctor and some other incentives. You do. And you may come in, by the way, and say, the treatments are not for me. I'll take the free. That is no problem with us. But call us today. Call us tonight. We'll do the assessment and exam with our doctor for free. He'll answer all your questions. He'll do a blood flow ultrasound, and if you feel like uh, maybe you're lacking a little drive, testosterone is included to our patients as well. So we're full service, and we've got it all, no charge. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, you're the best. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me today, guys. Really appreciate it. Back at you, Andrew. 801-901-8000, call him today. More Big Show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. The commissioner of the Mountain West Conference, Craig Thompson. And when I talk to the football players, I'm going to say, guys, I understand it. You're American. It's your God-given right. You choose. Vaccinate. Don't vaccinate. But if you do not vaccinate, there is a cause and effect. There will be consequences. You will test. You will contact trace. You know, the coaches were even talking to the point that uh, I've got this player who's not vaccinated. Maybe I'll run him with threes and a four because I don't know if he'll be good to go Saturday. And I got a guy who's a half step slower and two inches shorter, but he's vaccinated and I know he'll be able to play. So, son, jump up there and run with the ones and twos because you're on the plane. Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280. The Zone. Another Wednesday comes and goes, Gordon. Hump day. Although we have uh, Friday off on the station uh, for the uh, the 24th. The Pioneer Day or Pie and Beer Day, depending on what you, uh, you, you celebrate. Have you ever had a week where you just couldn't keep the day straight? It happens all the time during basketball season. Man, I, that's been the week this week for me. I thought I thought Monday was Tuesday. I thought Tuesday was Wednesday. I thought today was Thursday. I just, for whatever reason, struggling to keep it straight. But yeah, we've had we've had a good time so far this week. Other, yeah, we, other than you guys being mean to me, <laughs> which doesn't happen. But I I made a pledge today, and I will stand by it. I will not interrupt your story or. What did you say it was, Austin? The uh, the dirigible was flying over the uh, over the uh, cliff, and I shot shot it down. What's a dirigible? You know, like a a hot air balloon, whatever you call. It. It's I've like never a, heard like, that word. It's like a like a, a zephyr. Can we yeah. play the speed bag one? Dirigible. How, how hard is that to find? The the because I don't think you can live up to that promise. 
But that was the ultimate wait, one wait, where wait, you just, just jumped in no, no, to interrupt. No, no, just because of my my uh, my indiscretions of the past doesn't mean that I can't. You're uh, working on progress. it. Okay, all right. Don't take away my opportunity but kind of, to get better. And this is this is not. Uh, I don't mean this is a, a criticism in any way. But you you know you're kind of set in your ways. You kind of no, do what you no, do. No, it's no, true. You kind of you no, kind of do what you do. I can I can do it better. It's okay. It's all right. I know we don't talk a lot of boxing on this show, but over the weekend... I had a speed bag when I was a kid. Did you know that? Did I ever tell you that? Jake, were you about to tell a story that wasn't about Gordon? Was, How dare you? I was about to get into what How happened over the weekend, you, and now all of a sudden we're into Gordon's speed bag you as a said kid. boxing isn't what it once was. But you said it wasn't about him. No. I want to know. It's not, hey, everybody, look at me. Some fat guy won a match over the weekend. That may be the best story of the year right there. Right. And, exactly. you, and you undersold it. Come on. Bring it strong. I wouldn't have interrupted that. I'm Gordon Monster. Didn't even get to the story. I told you, I'm never going to do it again, Jake. I had there's how that. Not went. to mention this last Monday, Jake had to beg you to ask him what he did over the weekend, and you still wouldn't. Uh, look, that's I, true. I, 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 I did. Uh, I begged. I, I it, have, was, it was not a proud moment for me. I have made a pledge. I will not interrupt you again. I might interrupt you as in the course of our conversation, uh-huh. but I will never uh, butt into one of your stories. Okay. Okay. And if I do, call me on it. Over the weekend. I had a speed bag when I was a (laughs) kid. Did you know that? As I said, in the past, it may have been a weakness on my part, for which I'm apologizing now, and I will not do it again. You know, my wife told me one time, she said, uh, she she was telling me something, and I I butt in with the ending of what she was going to say. And she said, don't do to me what you do to Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's pretty funny. I said, that's a cheap shot. Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) All right, I've made my pledge. Uh, I know know she's not... uh, She's probably not listening because... you were telling me off the air that uh, that she's doing some fun stuff on her birthday. But happy birthday to the wonderful Lisa Monson. Indeed. Uh, you, you, I know your family's going out of the way, out of the, their way to make it a special one. So shout out to Lisa. As uh, as is the case. Did you did did? Oh, sorry. Go as ahead. As is the case for you and for Austin, I uh, I tended to out kick my coverage on that a little bit, and so we're all lucky guys. Well, I don't agree with that. She outkicked her coverage in my case. You think Daz is? is oh the yeah, lucky she one? should be grateful. I'm a catch, dude. Um, <clears throat> did you go the direction with the pres uh, the present that that we had talked about? I can't remember what the the direction was, but I gave her her gifts this morning. Yes, I can't remember. Was can't, it? Was it? I I still can't remember oh, what you okay. said. Never mind. It was good. What I gave her was appropriate and good. Okay. Hopefully she, she liked it. She she did. All right, Gordo. Be well. I'll see you tomorrow at the warehouse, buddy. Look forward to it. It's a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.